We started this podcast because there's one very important question that we want to answer. Is Adam Sandler a good actor? We figured there's really only one way for us to find out. Watch every single Adam Sandler movie ever made, rank them best to worst, and then make a totally subjective decision based on little to no measurable criteria. On each episode, we're going to cover one movie from the Sandman's catalog, going in chronological order until we've watched every single one. I have a microphone, and you don't. So you Shabadoo, and welcome back to Sandman Into the Sandlerverse. I'm on your co-host, Ruben Escobedo III. I'm the other co-host, Andrew Tucker I. Hey, Andrew. I fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I know why, but I want to hear why from you. Because, first of all, I would say that you stole the peeper. Because, okay, we talked about Because it was easy? Because it was easy. But also, we talked about this, is that we are going off, we are specifically going off the Adam Sandler IMDb IMDb? I always... Internet Movie Database. database. Which has every, essentially, hypothetically, every performance that he's been in. Yes. Now, we are not going off Wikipedia. I went to Wikipedia to look up Adam Sandler's uh, filmography. There are things that we have covered on here that are not on there. I'm sure there are. Like, like The Peeper is not on there. And Dog Police is not even on there. Right. But we have done those things because you are a bad person. No, it's because we are historians. Are we? Yes. Is that is that what you would call us? There is an element yeah. of it to what we're doing. <laughs> I don't. I so look. Okay, it's a Ruben episode. Yes. So we're already <laughs> we're way it's already off, off the rails. Already off the rails. The rails don't exist. This is this is the Back to the Future three when the train goes <laughs> off the falls into the canyon. That's what this is. Okay? Yes. But also, I had to watch Deuce. We had to watch and talk about Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo. Yes. We and but actually also no because we didn't because, really have because to guess watch what it. guess what fuck you again because you you kept saying like oh yeah Deuce Bigelow and blah blah blah. I did. I feel like this you're starting is, this episode with lots of aggression. This is the least. It's physically impossible for Adam Sandler to be in a film less than this because he is not on screen and he says one word. The Actually, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. The only way he could be in a film less than this is if they used a sound clip of him only saying one word once because – it is a sound clip that he was probably not on set for. He just yelled a word. Probably, yeah. I'm not even convinced that the second time the sound clip is used that it's actually him. Can I tell you something? What? I don't even know which one it is. <laughs> I watched the whole movie, and when I was done, I was like, hold on. You texted I don't think me. he was actually in this. You texted me, I don't think he's in this movie. And then you said, oh, I Googled it. I did. He's Google. the person who yells this. So when I heard the person yell that, I heard it's like very clearly him. The first time. The second time, I'm like, what? Did you not have enough money to use his voice clip twice? Maybe not. This movie fucking... Then they would have had to pay him. (laughs) This movie sucks, man. It's terrible. Can I say that I feel like... I feel like... 
after we had to sit through and endure Rob Schneider try and do comedy live, live, this made this movie almost made sense. You know, it, what I mean? it did. I actually, I felt. You know what I mean? I felt more connected to it. Well, in I don't, a weird I, way. I don't know because if, I feel like I I understand him as a. I don't even want to say as a person, as a as an entity, as a being. I was like, it's wild that this movie came out in 1999 and this motherfucker's comedy has not aged today. It hasn't. <laughs> if anything, it's it's aged backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's somehow gotten worse. It's bad. Can I read? We don't normally do this. Can I read you? So I rented this movie. I rented this film. Film is a word you can use. I would not, though. I rented this on YouTube. Okay. I am going to try and read you the YouTube description of this film. The okay, YouTube summary of this out. film. It's going to be fine. Without laughing. Oh, without which, laughing. Which okay. I thought you just funnier. meant try to read it. No. Yeah. Okay. A. Junior. Got him. Um. A whole boy. I'm gonna and without laughing and without like being disgusted at the words I'm saying. Would it help if I don't look at you during this? No. No. I'm just gonna look you at the word. Full eye contact. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. A hilarious... Mm. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Every time it says something that's false, you have to start over. <laughs> I'm going to live here for days. <laughs> a hilarious must-see. Okay. A hilarious must-see smash starring the always outrageous Rob Schneider. Well, that part may be true. Always outrageous. In his funniest role yet. Possible. What, what were his roles prior to this? A professional fish tank cleaner. Deuce... Schneider finds himself in desperate need of cash to quickly repair the damage he's done to a client's luxurious Malibu apartment. Then the fun really takes off when Deuce decides the only way out of his jam is to switch to the world's oldest profession and offer his services to ladies everywhere as a lover for hire. There is an exclamation point after for hire. I could tell from the like as a lover for hire. A wild and raunchy comedy that always aims to please. You won't... mm, You... I can't... I'm going to try this one. You won't be able to resist this side-splitting laugh riot. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Is it talking about itself as the (laughs) write-up? Because that is a side-splitting laugh riot. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna act like you this episode where I'm gonna try not to jump around, but I'm gonna give us all the background because the okay. background on this movie is fucking wild. Okay. Okay. And I think you can tell how disappointed I am with the amount of times I've already in this episode said fuck. That's true. Like I normally don't say it that much. I have said it at least five times. That's true. And that's after we started recording. <laughs> do sp- mm. I here's one thing I do want to say. Yeah. I would like yeah. to try. Yes. As much as we can, okay, to not just make this episode a dunk fest. Okay, I, I think we can dunk on this movie, and we should. Okay, but I so, want to try to actually sort of, somewhat, <laughs> like, like do the episode. You know. So I'm gonna read you the box office numbers for this film. Okay. Now, what I'm not gonna do is tell you what it opened behind. Okay. And I want you to tell me what you think it opened behind. Okay. Well, can it be multiple choice? Because I don't know what was in theaters that weekend. Uh, fair enough. I'm not smart enough to come up with multiple choice. Okay. So we'll just... <clears throat> Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, opened theatrically on December 10th, 1999 in 2,154 venues and earned... 
$12 million in its opening weekend. $12 million? Uh, ranking third in the North American box office behind one movie's fourth weekend and then another movie's new, like it also opened the same weekend as another film. Can I tell you right now, both of those movies starred Tom Hanks. It is buck wild that this opened behind two films starring Tom Hanks. Okay, well, one of them is obviously Toy Story 2. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. This opened in 1999. Yeah, I have a little bit of an advantage because I have a podcast about that. So I know Toy Story 2. But that also means you have to watch this twice. Can I tell you something about that? Yeah, yeah. My co-host for the other podcast texted me. (laughs) <laughs> and he goes, I'm dreading the day when we have to do Deuce Bigelow. He texted me that today. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You moron. You fool. I you have to like, do it twice. I was like, Jared, I have to do it in a couple hours. <laughs> and he goes, you know why I don't want to do it? Why? And I said, Why? And he said, because Rob Schneider mm-hmm. is the kind of person who looks up tweets about himself. And when we post that episode, he will know. And he will get upset about it. Here's my thing. I tweeted about Rob Schneider sucking shit when we saw him. And then my Twitter got taken down. Well, were you? did you tweet it as Applebee's official? <laughs> I did tweet it as Applebee's official. <laughs> and parody was not in my profile, which they were like, it has to be in your profile. I tweeted that Rob Schneider was a dickhead and he sucked. It got some traction. Yeah, well, it's true. And then my Twitter got shut down. L. King retweeted it. <laughs> oh, I we'll talk about L. King in this episode as well. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Well, so, so what was the okay. other Tom Hanks movie? I don't know. Who uh, Sleepless in Seattle? The Green Mile. Oh, he's in that, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah, I yeah. I kind of shot in the dark there. Said two Tom Hanks movies and was like. I'm pretty sure he's in the Green Mile. He is, yes. I have not seen the Green Mile, and I get Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption mixed up. Both prison films. Is only Green... Is Shawshank... They're both Stephen King, right? I don't know about that. I think they're both Stephen King. I feel like Green Mile's not. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Do you have the Google machine? I do have the Google machine, but do the, go- it's, do the Google it's, machine. It's up on my images because I'm reading about this. Give me one sec. The film ended its run. How much money do? Oh my god! How much money do you think Deuce Bigelow earned just in the United States and Canada? Considering that it did 12 million in the opening weekend. Yes. After its theatrical run, how much money did it did it make? 26.8. That's adorable. $65 million. I'm sorry. Can you... Um, can, I'm worried that I'm what? reading... I'm worried that I'm reading numbers wrong. How many zeros are there? Well, there's no zeros. Oh, I'm sorry. $65. It's $65,538,755. That's how much money it made at the end. I'm upset. $65 million. I'm upset. But then again, ask someone who has seen many other movies from 1999. Yeah. There there are worse things out there. A total worldwide, worldwide earning, okay? 
Go on. $92 million. It all... What? Almost a hundred million dollars. Parts of the world are consuming. So it says. It says. It says. That's though sixty-five in here, and then almost thirty million overseas. How how much do you think the budget was? They well, let's see. They fucked up at least two nice fish tanks. (laughs) So. And according to the guy in the movie, those were worth $6,000 a piece. So it's at least $12,000. Uh, I'm going to say $40 million. Okay, you, you overshot that. You did overshoot that. How much was it? $17 million. Okay, so it was a little more than the peeper. <laughs> you buffoon. Just a bit more. Um... Same quality, ultimately. <laughs> ultimately, same quality. Um, did you see if if Green Mile is Stephen King? Yeah, sure is. <laughs> okay, they, yeah. I nailed it. They're you both... did. You did nail it. Yes, yeah. just like the car that nailed Stephen King. What? He got hit, hit by, by a car? car? Oh yeah. No, no, no. He got hit by cocaine. Whose cocaine addiction is what he had? I didn't say he was addicted <laughs> to getting hit by cars. <laughs> I just said that it happened. When I was in middle school. There was a like a like a, an attendant, you know the people who are like, "Hey, kids, be cool," like you know. No, <laughs> you know I don't think I had that guy at my school. <laughs> no, the guys who were like, "Hey, be cool." <laughs> you know, Jack Black who comes what? in, teaches you bass. Um, what's Fonzie like? <laughs> he's he's cool. <laughs> yeah, you know. be like Fonzie. <laughs> you know. I didn't. That, that wasn't my yard duty. Yard duty is the word I was looking for. I, yard duty. You call him an attendant? <laughs> I didn't know what the like, Hands you mints on the way back into the classroom? He's Deuce Bigelow's dad. <laughs> this is, reminds me of... He parked your little car. <laughs> he, he got hit by a bus. His name was Gus, and we thought it was very funny. That is this got, a true story? This is a true story. Because it sounds like something from a Rob Schneider movie. Well, he got hit by a bus. Okay. And Did he then, survive? Yes. Okay. And then he got hit by another bus. Did... <laughs> so are you saying getting addicted to, to like getting hit by cars? I had <laughs> forgotten where the story began. To be I, honest, I, mean, just... I just don't want to talk about Deuce Piccolo. You want to talk about Gus and the bus? Good old Gus Bus. Doctor... He's probably long dead, dude. With that track record, you know how many times I've been hit by a bus? Zero. None. Yeah. Yet. None yet. You know, you know it's going to be wild if I have to edit this episode because tomorrow you get hit by a bus. Leave it in. <laughs> I'm going to, without jumping around, give the full plot breakdown. I shivered. That wasn't a bit. Did you see I me? saw you. Your I, body reacted yeah, to having to talk about this movie. I'm going to give the full plot breakdown of the film Deuce Bigelow starring human douchebag Rob Schneider. You know what's funny? What? Is I I emailed myself my notes about this. Yes. And I didn't want to write the words Deuce Bigelow because I was on my work computer. So I sent it to myself as DB notes, which could also stand for douchebag notes. So that's actually an interesting thing that you bring up. So... Uh, I did go to IMDb to look at some trivia about this film. Okay. So we'll do the trivia. I'm tr- I'm trying to keep this structurally I can formatted. Tell. It's weird. It's weird because you grew a beard and you're wearing glasses. Yeah. And you're like making 
direct eye contact with me. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm I'm I got this. I got this. Okay. When so, he said I got this, he held up a bottle of Adderall. By the way, I can Xanax. <laughs> I got this. The person who played the Cookie Girl was Rob Schneider's daughter, L. King. What? She would live. Now this is the fucking. This is this. Whoever wrote this is a better writer than both guys who wrote Deuce Bigelow. One okay? of whom was Rob Schneider. The other was some idiot. She would later to go on. Mm, this is the most like fuck you sentence I've ever heard. Okay. Okay. She would later go on to perform X's and O's, a song that received moderate airplay. <laughs> Define the, moderate. Every the, time I walk into a Coles, I hear it three times. <laughs> At the time, she was named L. Tanner Schneider. What a horrible name. It was middle name after Danny Tanner. Uh-oh. Um, then here, here's about this film, if you'd like to know about why, how this film was made. I, I don't really want to late. know, but okay. Rob Schneider originally pitched this to then-Disney Vice President Todd Garner in a jacuzzi at Paul Mitchell's estate in Hollywood. It was a concept called Douchebaggio, where Schneider plays a man whore, and he's really good at it. He goes to the Playboy Mansion and has sex with all these women. The joke is that he looks the way he looks, but women still want to sleep with him. Garner wasn't too big on it. (laughs) Go on. Garner wasn't too big on it and instead wanted him to be more of a sweet guy and maybe a virgin. Schneider ran it by Adam Sandler, and he agreed. Disney chief Joe Roth wanted the name to be changed to Deuce Bigelow because they can't have douche in the title. Fair. Okay. First so of all, that's why it's on Disney Plus in Europe? <laughs> imagine having the cojones to pitch a film to a, a president of a film company and go, so the movie is like, I'm good at sex, but I'm ugly, but I get to have sex with playmates. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I think it's even funnier that it was the Disney. <laughs> the guy like, takes his little ears off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a good idea. What do you think, Donald? <laughs> He's having a stroke. What about you, Goofy? Uh, hold on, I got this one. Uh, do you got this one? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, uh. Gorsh. Oh, he's also having a stroke. Um, this movie sucks. <laughs> God. You can tell how much it sucked because we've been stalling for, what, 28 minutes? And we That's hadn't... adorable that you think it's 28 minutes. How long is it? It's been 18 minutes, so you were 10 over. Well, you know, I'd rather be 10 over than 10 under. I hate this film. So, okay. So, first of all, Rob Schneider is so fucking in his own brain that he thinks a good idea for a film is him being good at sex. Well, you know what he thought, Ruben. He thought that he would actually get to have sex with the actresses when he was filming. That's why he said Playmates. Yeah, that's why he wanted to do it. It also makes... It also... Okay. Can I just say, that makes no sense. Why are the Playmates paying for sex? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I mean, Hugh Hefner would probably pay for them to have sex. But like, why? Yeah, like, why are they? Why are they paying for sex? Like that? That because Rob Schneider's uh, stupid. He's so good at it. Do you think? Okay, you know that you said that you know that he looks up tweets about himself. 
I want you to imagine this this episode, and it's just Rob Schneider sitting alone in a closet with AirPods in, going, "No, it's good. That's where we got two. It's good. I promise, <laughs> it's good. There was two of them. It, there were. There were two of them. Which fuck me. I swear to God, if I have to talk about the second, you know why there were two of them? Because it made fucking almost a hundred million dollars. Yep, and because Comedy Central needed something to fill up twenty four hours before they got fucking Tosh point oh. God, okay, can I... They didn't just have South Park reruns back then. They did have them, but not as many as they do now. So I, I said something to you off-air, and it meant nothing to you, because you're like, really, I don't know what that means. Yes, that's true. This film feels like an adaptation, but a shitty adaptation, of the video game Leisure Suit Larry. Now, Leisure Suit Larry is a video game, a video game series. There's like 10 of them. Okay. About a little horny idiot. Who just wants to have sex all the time. But he he's he's ugly. He's not like like a grotesque, but he's just a little goblin man. Like like all like the, all the beautiful ladies are like beautiful ladies, and he's like a little like fat, like squat, like balding, like big nose, like eh. And he kind of sounds like Rob Schneider. Okay. But he looks like Danny DeVito based on your description. Yes, but like an unattractive like Danny DeVito is not unattractive. He's just, a, he's just like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not like. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say that exactly, but I, but I you see know what, what I mean. Saying. He's not, he's like, he's just, he's like Danny DeVito, but he's not like young Danny DeVito. I'm like, hey man, I get it. When you're not an ugly guy. Like twins Danny DeVito? No, no, no. Like taxi Danny DeVito. Oh, okay, okay. Like young Danny Like. Like 12? <laughs> yeah, when I look at a 12 year old Danny DeVito, I go, hmm, I get just it. Saying, you saying, you kept pushing me down. No, no, I'm just young is like 70. He's older, dude. He's like in his 70s. I know that. Yeah, but so, okay. Look, man. So, so it, Leisure Suit Larry is a game about a, a guy who just wants to, like, fuck. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm stupid. Like, his whole thing is that he sucks at it and he's lame and he's dumb. And he's like, he's not good at it. Yes. <sighs> There's something in this movie that's, like, decent. Where it's like, okay, I think. I see what the attempt was. And is it the same attempt as Leisure Suit Larry? No, because I actually think that a Leisure Suit Larry game is fun and well-written. Okay. This is just like Rob Schneider wants to have sex scenes, but he doesn't necessarily get sex scenes. Can I Can I, Can I? I tell you something? Oh, no, I actually don't think it – it might be – I believe that the tall woman, Tina. Yes. I believe we'll see her again in the same universe. We will see that actor again. I'm pretty as sure. Tina? Not as Tina. I don't know if as Tina. I'm pretty sure that that is the actor who portrays the doctor in Funny People. Okay. <laughs> Which is buck wild. That is wild. So, okay. So, I've already jumped. I've already jumped around, which sucks, because I'm trying to stay on target. Stay on target. We haven't actually started. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Deuce Big. Okay. Can I also just say this thing about Deuce Bigelow's character? Yes. Rob Schneider is not Jim Carrey. No. And it really feels like they were like, yeah, he's like Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. Like, no, he's not. See, it's interesting that you say that, though. Yeah. Because here's something that I wrote down okay. very early in this movie, in my notes, which is any Rob Schneider movie yes. could be an Adam Sandler movie, and it would be better. That's interesting. I don't know if I agree with that. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think. Ooh, that's tough, man. I don't. I think that if you swapped out 
Oh, that's tough because like because see, I'm almost thinking like if if you swapped them, right? Like if Happy Gilmore was a Rob Schneider movie, would it be as good? No. No, it wouldn't work the other way. But that's what I'm saying is like so so like like does this make a good movie because it's not Rob Schneider? I don't know. I think no matter what it's bad, but then I look at like Ace Ventura, right? Ace Ventura has one of the biggest yeesh, like plot twists of all time. Like yep. it's aged like fucking milk. Yep. But like do we remember that movie so fondly because it's Jim Carrey? And like because the characters like if this was Jim Carrey because he's very clearly trying to be an Ace Ventura, like, friend to animals for some reason, which and, makes no and sense. And Jim Carrey would be funny without a script. Just yes. making Robin, faces. You will laugh at Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. Like, because Jim, if this was Jim Carrey, he'd react to all the women in a very funny way. Yes. Funny at the time. <laughs> like, yes. You know, I yes. need to clarify that, like, it sucks. It's awful. This movie is insanely ableist where it's just like if you – this movie's whole thing is if you're not a small, petite, blonde woman, you are ugly or or weird. Fuck off. Like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Like, it just – it's also super poorly written. I'm trying so hard to stay on target here. <laughs> I don't – why don't we start with the plot? Why don't okay. we Why don't we get into that? Because it is poorly written, but it's so but fucking me. poorly Walk written. Walk me through it because there's so much shit they set up and it goes nowhere. Uh, okay, the film starts with something. I don't even fucking remember how it starts, but we meet. He's naked in a fish tank. Which what the fuck? At a at a public aquarium. Then they're children. Yeah, he's naked in a fish tank, cleaning a fish tank, and he's like. Do you know how many nitrates are in swimsuits? Which, by the way, feels like a fucking Rob Schneider ad lib. Like, if we're going to talk yeah. about, like, ad it feels like the well, kind of Rob shit. Rob Schneider doesn't know what the word nitrate means. Yeah, that's why he would be like, it's bad for you. But here's the other thing. Yeah. In the universe of this movie, that's mm -hmm. not his first day at the aquarium. No. It's also certainly not the first time that he's done it that way. It could be his first day at the aquarium. It doesn't seem like it, though. But... Any, it's just it's just it's fucking dumb. So it's it doesn't matter. So it's dumb. dumb. So it doesn't matter. So okay, so he gets fired from like an aquarium for being naked, for some fucking reason. Which, by the way, never fucking comes back. It never comes back. No. That he is weird about certain things. No. You'd think that would come back, and there are a lot more times in this movie he's not naked. In fact, he doesn't want to be naked. Correct. So what the fuck was the point of that? It, there wasn't one. Was the point to go, haha, funny man butt? Like, I think so. There's a lot of man butts in this movie. Okay, so he gets fired from an aquarium. Yes. I literally have to close my eyes because I can't look at you because of how fucking upset I am and how much I just want to change the topic. So I'm focusing. My eyes are closed. So he gets fired from the aquarium and he goes to a pet store. And he asks for snails. Sea snails. Sea snails. Yes. And he makes a woman dip her nipples into the water. But not but as like a... <laughs> and then we proceed to see her nipples. And then he says... What does he say next, Andrew? Have a good nipple. <laughs> I forgot about that. Which makes no fucking sense. I was thinking about this. Yeah. Here's what's weird. Here's what's weird? When 
Chevy Chase yes. has a similar joke in Christmas Vacation. Yes. It lands so much better for some reason. Yes. Than when Rob Schneider has it. When Rob Schneider does in this it, movie. it's because he just committed a sex crime twice. There's also no clever pun in involved with have a nice nipple. Okay. I hate that we're about to do this. What's a more cl- come up with a more clever pun? Well, in Christmas Vacation, for example, yes, it's cold, mm-hmm. nippy, nipple. At least there's a fucking linguistic connection. connection. Here, it's just like nipple. Yes, and you're like, yes, Rob. Those are you have them too. <laughs> Is there maybe a teat thing there, like a t- treat teat? Teat yourself. You laughed. Because because I mean Polar's in this film. That's true. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, wow. Wait, yeah. is Parks and Rec part of the Sandlerverse? Is it? No. I don't think so. Oh, I bet we're gonna find out. Well so okay. That's that YouTube guy. <laughs> I you gotta watch that second part. I will. I don't wanna fuck talk this fucking anyway. Movie. Rob So Shires, the nipples, he leaves the pet store. He leaves the pet store. What Which, happens next? So he goes home. Home? No. He no, goes, he goes to his next job. He goes to his next which job. Which is plunging a toilet at someone's house to get their fish out of the toilet. Yes. Presumably because they flushed a living goldfish instead of a dead one, which is kind of funny. And that big that fish is huge, by the way. It is huge. It's big. Also, during that scene, something weird happens, which is the neighbors are fucking. Yeah. And Rob Schneider tries to yes. kind of like protect the little girl from hearing that by yes. plunging in synchronicity with the fucking yes which i'm like wait a second didn't he just show his dick to a bunch of kids at the aquarium and now he's like trying to be like a sweet guy like if if this is the first five minutes of the film where i'm learning who this character is yes what the fuck am i supposed to be putting together in my brain about this person yes is he a perv or is he a nice guy yes it really fucks me up how hard the the aquarium stuff never comes back yeah like that that it was so irrelevant there's there you know what would have been very funny yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do it a reuben and skip ahead yeah there's a courtroom scene at the end of this movie and okay he gets off from the charges yes if they had been like you're innocent of this however you are guilty of flashing all those children at the aquarium jail funny that would have been fucking hilarious yes I have my own opinions about the courtroom scene, which I will not Ruben it, and I will not talk about them now. No, you can't, because I'm you this week. Oh, okay. So, wait, no, I can't or can? You can't Ruben it, because I'm Ruben yeah, it. And I'm Andrew. Yes. So we're going to stay on target. Yes. We're going to talk about... So, oh my god, I can't believe we are like five minutes in this fucking movie. Oh, so... I can. <laughs> <laughs> so... The less you want to talk about it, the longer the episode's going to be. <laughs> Because you're gonna stall and stall and stall. Okay, so, um, so Antoine, we meet Antoine. He looked vaguely familiar to me. Is he somebody? Antoine is the 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 actual the actor. I mean, yes, but he's the actual like gigolo. Yeah, he's an actual gigolo. Now, I kept thinking he was the guy from the Mummy, (laughs) but he's not. Sure. Maybe he is. Google it. Hold on. Is he the guy from the mummy? Hold on. 
Because those were both released in 19... That guy? That guy? Had a great 1999. I thought you were going to say that guy fucks, which would have been really funny because (laughs) in the movie he does fuck. He does fuck. That guy... Well, that guy fucked a lot. If he was in The Mummy and... There's no way that's the same guy. Uh, okay. Uh, Hold on. Okay. Um... Antoine? What's his real name? His name is Oded Fair. I think it's him, dude. I think it's him. You could go to The Mummy and look up Oded Fair. No, I've, I've got... Yeah, it's the guy from The Mummy. He's, <laughs> he's Ardeth Bay in The Mummy. <laughs> that dude had the best 1999 out of anyone on the planet. Yeah, dude. I, I knew that was fucking him. I was like, who is that? It's the dude from The Mummy. Yeah. Who, who is he in The Mummy? He's like the bad guy? He's like the fucking guy he's like the guy who's trying to get the mummy powers or whatever the fuck god what's he doing now what's he doing now <laughs> at this exact moment i'm not sure it doesn't say on probably, imdb there's not seen. like a there's not like a webcam to his apartment <laughs> so he's not a gigolo no uh oh shit what what what's he doing well he's this is not what I got excited about. He's in Star Trek Discovery, the show. <laughs> but what I got excited about is yeah? that he's Osiris in Destiny 2. I don't... I don't. It's a video game. No, I mean, I know what that is, but I'm not like... Oh, you know, well, he's a voice in it. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Peter Dinklage, but not anymore. Well, you know. <laughs> welcome to our Destiny 2 podcast. So, okay, so we meet the guy from The Mummy, and he's like, I fuck a lot. And then he goes to Europe. He goes to Egypt. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) He goes into the plot of The Mummy. He leaves to go film The Mummy. (laughs) Wait, if these were both released in 1999, that actually could be accurate. The Mummy came out first. Right, but, I mean, they could have filmed at the same time. There's a possibility of that, yeah. Well, probably not, because The Mummy had a lot more special effects. I think this didn't have any. It did take several years. I have a whole (laughs) hour segment in my other podcast about it. So, okay. So, he leaves the film. He's like, by the way, I fuck for money. And Deuce Bigel is like, okay. Well, dude, no. First, first he goes, you're a limo driver? Yeah. What kind of limo driver are you? You make that much money. And I'm like, I'm having a problem here. Because Rob Schneider is a real-life idiot. Yes. But he's such a bad actor that I can't actually buy the fact that he's an idiot in this scene. Yeah. Like, if they told him that Odette Fair was the limo driver, yeah. he would react better. Yes. Than if they told him he was an actor playing a gigolo yeah. who, who he yes. thinks is a limo he's, driver. Yes. So I'm like, you are a dumb shit, and you don't even play a convincing dumb shit. Yes. That's difficult to accomplish i hate you (laughs) i I hate this film do you know what sucks about this what is that we are 10 minutes into this film oh i know welcome to a ruben episode (laughs) (laughs) okay let's keep on trucking there buddy so then odette fair leaves the film for most of it okay and then deuce bigelow's house sitting he's like don't answer my phone and don't touch my fish or whatever and so he doesn't do any of that, but then the phone rings. <laughs> oh, the fish is sick. There's some the fucking, fish is sick. His lion fish. Some fucking MacGuffin. Oh, wait a minute. the same fish that fucked up Nigel Thornberry. Wait a minute. There's a huge fucking thing that happens that just gets thrown in the water for nothing. 
for fucking nothing. Let's hear about it. What is it? Deuce Bigelow falls in the lake or in the little pond outside Antoine's apartment. Yeah. And a crazed, like a maniacal koi fish comes after him. Yes, that's true. Never comes back. Not once. Never gets referenced again. Never. Never comes back. It feels. There's so much in this movie. I forgot about it until just now. That feels like it's setting something up. Yes. Never comes back. Yeah. Never gets referenced again. Never comes back. No. No, that when you just mentioned it, that, that, you, was the, that was the only time it's ever been referenced again. You thought, like when you see it, you go, oh, I'm sure this will be relevant. That fish is going to do something crazy. Nope. It just never gets referenced again. No. Just to show that Deuce knows a lot about fish? Like, what was the point of that scene? I don't think there was one. Rob, I know you're listening. I know the closet is cold. I just need to ask you. What the fuck, man? Like, seriously. Yeah. Tell us about that fish. Only for Sandler at, <laughs> at gmail.com. Tell us about that fish. What did you think the point of that was? That's, if you only say one thing, I want to know what the point of that scene was. Yeah, tell us right now. Right now. Just I know you're listening on your iPod. Your wife's probably like, Rob, come down. You're like, I can't. I can't. They're making probably, fun of me. Probably not. She's probably not asking for him to come into the room. She's like, stay up there, motherfucker. You idiot. Wait till you listen to my podcast. <laughs> She's our guest next week. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, that koi fish scene drove me nuts when the film ended. Because I was like, what was the fucking point? There wasn't one. This isn't mixed nuts. Yeah. Things, things don't oh come together. Oh my god, you are so right. While not my favorite film that we have watched so far, Mixed Nuts might be the best written film that we've watched. the tightest plot. The tightest film we've watched. This is the loosest film we've watched. I would argue that Mixed Nuts has a tighter plot than Tenet. (laughs) I haven't seen Tenet yet. Well, it's no Mixed Nuts. I might watch it after this, and I'd be blitzed out of my gourd and (laughs) try and understand Tenet. Is that Denzel Washington's kid? The fish comes back at the end of Tenet. The fish holds a gun up to whoever's in. T- who's in? Is Robert Pattinson in Tenet? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't um, seen it for a while. So okay. All right. So you, scene three. Let's go. You distracted me on that one. That one was your bad. Uh, you know my good. <laughs> so here's the thing. So uh, Antoine leaves, and then Deuce, who's not supposed to answer a phone. Oh no! Something happens with the fish tank. He breaks the fish tank. He's trying to. Uh, He's trying to hang upside down on this weird inversion thing, and he breaks the fish tank, and then he calls his creepy, horny fish tank repairman friend. Oh my god, what was the fucking point of that? Well, he wants to fuck the fish, Ruben. Okay, I'm going to ask you a serious question. Okay. Was that guy supposed to be a joke on, like... Gay cult? Like, was he gay? No, he was he like a gay joke? Was no. he like a, a horny, weird fish joke? He was horny about the fish tanks, and here's what's weirded me out about that. Okay, yeah. he kept using puns. He really want. He used a lot of puns. He wanted to fuck the fish tanks, and it reminded me, yeah, of that guy from that treehouse show on Animal Planet. Have you seen that show? What the fuck are you talking, dude? About? There's this treehouse show. On Animal Planet, and this guy wants to fuck the trees and the tree houses. Like they they take him into the forest. So I and I they just, go. I and need th- to stop you right there. It's about tree houses. For when you he said makes that, tree houses. Right when you said that, I thought you were talking about like the Crap Brothers, and I was like, bro, what were no. you? Zubufu no. was not horny. No, this guy wants to. He builds tree houses. Yeah, 
and they take him into the forest. Yeah. And they go, this is where I want to build my tree house. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's a really nice fucking tree. <laughs> like, he, like the way he talks about trees yeah. is the way that this guy talks about fish tanks. Yeah. And they kind of look alike. <laughs> and I was very distracted by it watching this movie. I did not understand that character or the point of it. I was like, what the fuck is that guy's whole thing? Like, I get that yeah. it's funny because it's funny because sex, but like, just like everything else in this film goes fucking nowhere. Not that it needed to go anywhere, but well, it's no, because like, the only logical place it could have gone was to watch that guy fuck a fish tank. Or he's a better fucking gigolo than like, dude, this movie, if the plot, if the big like joke of this movie was that everyone that we meet is also a gigolo and they're better than Deuce. Would have been so fucking funny than anything in this movie. If it was like Shakes the Clown, but with gigolos instead of clowns. But Or if it was just like, you're arrested for being a gigolo. What? I'm a gigolo. Like because they, they do a couple modern, modern in hard quotes, film parodies in hard quotes. Yes. If they the Matrix it, being one. Oh, my fucking like four times. If they did a... Well, 1999. <laughs> I know. And, and Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is also a parody, quote unquote. Um... If they did an I am Spartacus with I am a gigolo, that actually would have been fun. Could have been kind of fun. Yeah. And like, because you, you also had Eddie Griffin. I rubined it. You had Eddie Griffin in the court scene in the white yes. in the white makeup, which I, I actually thought was funny. It is. Because they did something that I don't think was on purpose. Was he adjusts his glasses or something and his hand is not painted? I know. And I was like, that's very It is well, that's quite very, funny. The funniest joke in this film is literally the last thing that's on screen. But we'll talk about that later. Yes. Um, so Deuce goes to... Well, he has the... to get the money to fix the fish tank, which is yes. $6,000. Yes. Oh, and something else irrelevant happened. So he he meets a woman who goes uh, who wants him to dress as a German tourist? Okay. Well, that I mean, that comes later. That's after this? Yeah. He breaks the fish tank. The phone rings. Yeah. And then the German woman. She's not oh, yeah, German. she's the first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She, she calls thinking she's calling Antoine. She and she, but, but she's never met Antoine. She got yes. the number from a friend. So Rob Schneider, whatever six brain cells he has left, puts together. Well, she doesn't know what Antoine looks like. Yes, I can show up there and pretend to be Antoine. Do you know what much better film this reminded this sequence reminded me of? Horrible bosses. Is this in Horrible Bosses? No, but it reminded me of like the Jennifer Aniston stuff in that movie. Um, School of Rock. Yeah, that's true. Like it's it's mistaken mistaken identity is funny. Yes, mistaken identity of like someone who's not as good as the person they're being mistaken for. Funny. That sequence is not funny. No, it's not funny. What's the punchline? There's no punchline. No, the punchline is Rob Schneider wears lederhosen, but also his underpants. Yeah, and, and then, then almost a, gets killed by a dog. And she gives him $10. Is and the, he's excited that he made $10. But he needs to make 6000 Why is he excited over ten? and why is he immediately going to go spend it? Well, this is what I don't understand. Yeah. I guarantee you he makes more than $10 to, like, clean a pond or yeah, unclog a toilet. So $10 does not seem like a lot of money. Yeah. But also, there's, like... A kind of funny joke there because someone uh, Antoine tells him now this is something that I feel like accidental like they accidentally made a good joke with Antoine says I collect ancient weapons, weapons which is cool shit by yeah. the way I think that's very cool spears swords yeah cool 
Uh, Deuce says, I collect coins. Canadian quarters. Canadian quarters. I have six. Yeah. Okay. Keep in mind, I have six because it's it actually comes back. Does it really? So he goes to the bar after the woman, after he deals with the oh older woman. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're fucking right, dude. <laughs> Yeah. And he orders a drink from our fucking savior, by the way. Best cameo. The best cameo. The saint. The saint. The well, impression well, that we do the most on this podcast. Well, I was going to say, the best cameo besides, obviously, Sandler. Obviously, yeah. the Sandler podcast. But the saint. The comedy the comedy icon graces us with his presence. Norm. Norm. Norm shows up as the bartender. And he goes, that gin and tonic. And he's like, or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's $8. And He orders Deuce, a martini. Deuce spits it up. You know why he orders that? Why? Because he hears someone down the bar order a martini with extra olives. So and then Norm, it? And then Norm comes in and he goes, what do you have? And he goes, a martini with extra olives. Mm. I, you don't get it. Your Rob Schneider impression literally is Leisure Suit Larry's voice, which is like <laughs> what's so wild to me is when I Googled Rob Schneider Leisure Suit Larry, I was like seemingly the first person that had ever Googled that because Google was like fucking lit itself on fire. It was like, what's happening? It was like, we said we would shut down forever <laughs> if anyone ever Googled this combination of terms. Again, a guy in a warehouse is like, hit the button, he fucking did it. Someone did it. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> so... Norm comes in, and by the way, Norm aces his cameo. Oh, yeah. Norm, as far as I can tell, the only cameo in the film? Yes. Besides, besides Sandler, which, which we'll get to. Which is not even a real cameo. He's the only cameo, and he fucking nails it. He really does. And he's not being Norm, by the way. He's not doing a Norm kind no, of he's, thing. No, he's just, he's literally just... Is a bartender. Acting as a bartender. He plays it very straight. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's funny. He's like, and so Rob Schneider's like, ah, martini, $8 or whatever. And he spits it back up. Oh, just give me a cranberry juice, $3. And Norm's like, okay, here you go. So that's eleven fifty. Yeah, that'll you, be uh, $11. Because you have the martini and you have this. And then uh, he goes, well, all I have is 10 And he goes, but I have six quarters, which is the only fucking callback we do the whole film. That's true. And it happens pretty soon after the original. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, not the only callback because every other. Okay. The only non-offensive callback we do the fair. whole yes. film. That's true. Like every other. There call- are several <laughs> offensive ones later on. <laughs> several is putting it lightly. Um, So then he gives him. He goes, uh, I also have some quarters. One, two, three, four. And he counts six. Yes. Very, hey, I caught that. That's the six quarters that he quote unquote collects. I that went way over my fucking head, dude. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of funny. The only time I said that this whole fucking movie, is it? I had a couple. I had a couple of kind of funnies, and that wasn't one of them. So, so okay. So he pays for his drink, and he, but not all the way. Not all the he way. He goes, I'm going to go work on the other 50 cents. Yes. And then he goes, to, to, goes I'm going to go get your tip. Oh, that's right. That's right. And here's something else that goes nowhere. He meets with a woman. Yes. Who says, do you want to get out of here? Yeah. And guess what? She is also a sex worker. Yeah. She thinks that he's trying to take her home. Yes. And vice versa. Would be funny if Rob Schneider had charisma. That's true, but he doesn't. He has no charisma. Her delivery of, do you want to get out of here, is kind of funny. 
Yeah. And his reaction of like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'll leave you alone. I'm like, no, no, no. Do you want to get out of here? Because at first I went, what the fuck? Why does she want to fuck him? Like, what? Well, th- see, that's Rob Schneider being himself. Yeah. But I was like, he just goes, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I should leave. <laughs> that's- <laughs> you think Rob Schneider has the, the decency to go, I don't belong here? We saw him do comedy for 30 minutes, and not once did he go, mm, this isn't working. That's true. He Apparently, doubled- there was another show where Sandman <laughs> pulled him off the stage, though, which is quite funny. Oh, God. Anyway. So, okay. You want to get out of here? They go back to Anton's apartment. It's a very funny... Oh, boy. I said very funny. I'm sorry. What I mean by that, it's a very... Peculiar. Peculiar. Like, like funny is not the word I not would use. Not ha-ha funny. Not ha-ha funny. Weird funny. Um, Like, he thinks she's here for this. She thinks he's here for that, et cetera, et cetera. Yet again, it, like the mistaken identity. Yes. This is another classic comedy situation that could be quite funny yes so she goes why do you have a frame so they've they uh, they have their crouching tiger hidden dragon fight he wants ten dollars she wants 500 she sees that he has a picture of antoine and she goes why do you have a picture of antoine he goes this is an apartment and she fucking books it yeah she's like sorry for wearing my shoes on the carpet which yeah kind of funny but that's never explained it is kind of when he gets there he's like take your fucking shoes off antoine does it's a callback Sure. That's the one I noticed. But we what, can talk about the quarters for nine minutes, sure, but mine is no big deal. Why is she worried about Antoine? We don't get anything about him. But we, we know, know he's, he's a gigolo. But we know he's like a like big fish, to use a, uh, a movie-appropriate term. But what I mean is like... He's not like her pimp or something. No, it would almost be more interesting if Antoine had two jobs. Yeah. Like one where he was dangerous and one where he fucked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like why is she so afraid of being an Antoine? Like, we don't understand why she's afraid of being in Antoine's apartment. That's true. Like, we get it later because he's kind of a weirdo, but he he's not like... He is a he, he is a very violent man. <laughs> but like... The, I mean, that could... That, I mean, it could be as simple as that. Not that I'm trying... Why... How have you gotten me into a position where I'm defending this fucking movie? Well, we, we should mention that this is an audio medium and you are wearing a shirt that says... I, Andrew Tucker, think that Deuce Bigelow is quite possibly the most amazing film ever made. Susan Cain can eat my penis. Fuck you, Orson Welles. I hope you rot in hell. I wish you were dead again. Rob Schneider, I love you. Please, please, please come on our podcast. Give me a kiss directly on the mouth. Unless that's too homophobic. Nope. Sorry. Unless that's too homosexual for you because I understand that you are insanely homophobic and a bad person. But I, Andrew Tucker, still want you to kiss me on the mouth. Tpublic.com slash If you want to pick one up for yourself. Oh. What, would, you, would, you, would you put that on a Tpublic store? My name's not connected to it. It literally is. Your name is on the shirt at least twice. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know how many of me there are? Fair enough. My name is a lot more uncommon than your name. You want to talk about literally anything else right now? Like, you want to talk about, like, the weather or... Let, let, me, let me tell you something. Yeah. I don't understand Roman numerals. Okay. Uh, I use Arabic numbers, like most people. However, when yeah. I when I tried to set up our IMDB situation earlier today... No fucking way. You, ironically... No way. Being a third are the first of your name on IMDB. There's other ones, though? 
No, you're the first. No, you, but I mean like without the Roman numerals. I don't know about that. I oh, didn't fair type enough. that okay. in because it didn't make any sense. But I, Andrew Tucker, I like 18, dog. am number XXIII. XXIII. 23? At least. That's wild. Yeah. So it could be anybody. That's all I'm saying. You could go by. What's your middle name? Wesley. Wesley Tucker. Wesley Tucker. Wesley Tucker sounds like a guy who writes mystery novels or country music. <laughs> yeah, or says or says words that you shouldn't say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then gets canceled yeah. for it. But also somehow his numbers do better. Yeah, my see as a kid, my grandpa always wanted me to go by a Wesley Tucker, and then he said, "When you make it big, you can go by the Wesley Tucker." <laughs> That's funny. It is pretty funny. When I was an adult, my mom told me that she was surprised that I never chose to go by Ben instead of Ruben and I looked at her in the eyes and said that was an option <laughs> like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know I could have done that yeah it's not too late yeah um so okay what the fuck were we even talking about this stupid movie you know the best part the best part is that you know that little turd that little human turd is going to listen to this whole thing and be like, yeah, 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 but get back to my movie. Maybe yeah. they'll like it. Maybe he they'll like it. He also made money from both of us because we rented this. <sighs> anyway, go on he because made, we're, made... we're still very early in the film. Look, I'll say it right now. If for some reason in the next – I'll say – what's today? I'll say at the end of February, February, whatever the last day of February is, I don't know if it's a leap year or not. I believe it's the 28th could be 29th. I don't know if it's a leap year. I don't think it's a leap year. If at February 28th, we have sold a total of 10 shirts, we'll watch The Real Rob. I don't even know what that is. It's his TV show that he filmed and sold to Netflix. They didn't make it for him. He was like, no, no, no. You guys are going to want this. He made it on spec. Yeah. (laughs) And then they bought it, though. The Sandman is in an episode or two. Well, we, we haven't been doing TV shows, though. If we sell 10 t-shirts in all of February, I hate that I'm saying it out loud because it could happen. Because we have sold t-shirts that I think are just people finding our art. People might do it just to make us cover that. (laughs) Yeah. We will watch every single episode of The Real Rob. Every episode? There's like eight, dog. (laughs) There's not a lot. Okay. (laughs) Deal. 10 t-shirts. We watch The Real Rob. Okay. Look, man, we're 53 minutes into this. The only person who's listened this far is Rob Schneider Dude, himself. Dude, we, we, are, we are scratching the surface. Let's, let's go. Okay, so... Uh, we, have our, we have our Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon sequence. Which is so stupid. So unnecessary. Very stupid. Also stolen, kind of, from... Everything. Like, Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, they but, did that. But everything, everything in this era... Okay, look. Here's the thing, man. I can't... Uh, I hate that I'm saying this out loud. I can't dog them for doing a, a Matrix, a Matrix crouching tiger. Everything. The Matrix was particularly relevant, but everything at this time was parodying that kind of style. Yes, like any comedy movie had a sequence like that. And here's what I will say: Yeah, the Matrix sequence in this movie was well done. Fuck you. It was well done. Fuck you. That has nothing to do with Rob Schneider. So okay, there's some special effects guy. Who has been living in his mother's basement because this movie ruined his career. Yeah. And I want him specifically to know that that scene. Give him a call, Rob. Visually. Yeah. Look pretty good. So, okay. 
So she leaves because she realizes it's Antoine's apartment. Yes. And then the next day, TJ enters, which, by the way, this is a serious question. Eddie Griffin probably made more money than Rob Schneider on this film, right? I think at the time, Eddie Griffin was probably more of a hot commodity. Like, I think I would it, imagine that he was a big pull for this movie. Like, I genuinely think that at this time, it was a big deal that Eddie Griffin was in this movie. I would think so as well. And honestly, yeah. I was so underwhelmed by this movie that it was a big deal to me as well. <laughs> I Do was like, know? oh, Eddie Griffin, cool. It is wild to me how many films Eddie Griffin shows up in as supportive guy. He's in this. He's in the new guy. Like in this, that's era, kind of his thing. But it, oh, specifically in this era, yeah. Because if Eddie Griffin showed up in something now, it would have to be like a really like like Silver Linings Playbook esque. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like Eddie Griffin could not show up in a comedy right now, and you'd be like, oh wow, he'd have to show up in something so heavy and so like, oh wow, he's grown as an actor. Look at that. Yeah, like. He's House in, of the Dragon, season two. Eddie yeah, Griffin. he's in so much garbage as the same exact character. Yes. And it's like, okay, he's in so Yeah, it's just, you can I list. think he just had office hours at the studio. He's like, so, he's like, don't even cast me. I'll just, I'll be sitting right over there if you need me. Just tell me when to show just up. Just come knock on the door. So he shows up and we get our first use of a Smash Mouth song. Yes. Which reminds you. 1999 right right and i believe it's i can't get enough of you baby it is which makes sense because they've also become problematic i will say that one of my kind of funny lines came from eddie griffin in this early scene what is it when he said like a coyote king of the jungle yes which is so irrelevant i i thought it was kind of fun it's kind of fun so Eddie Griffin comes in and goes, you are unattractive. We need to make you a better. Now, okay. They're using a lot of language in this film that is not aged well. Yes. Because we have decided as a culture what words we use when we describe certain types of people, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Man whore is not one of them. Man whore is not one of them. For the sake of brevity, I will use – when I quote characters, I will say what they are saying. I don't think anybody uses any major slurs. I would never say a slur on this show. And but, I, I would, yeah, I mean. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I would never do that just be like, oh, for the sake of brevity. But what I mean by that is, like, I will say man whore because that's just for the, so. I mean, they say it 700 times in this movie. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you're going to be a man whore now. And they do this kind of, like, Princess Diaries-esque, like, beautification sequence. <laughs> I would not have thought in a thousand years to compare this movie to Princess Diaries. But you know what I'm talking about? I do. The makeover. The makeover. The makeover montage. He looks exactly the same. He looks worse. <laughs> they didn't do it. They, make they him... gave him, like, a weird, vague mullet. They made him greasier. Well, first they give him, like, the total perm. And they're like, mm-mm. And honestly, I'm like, the perm could have worked for him, maybe, a little bit. <laughs> they made him somehow, like, he looks wetter. Like, he looks oilier. He looks greasy. So, okay. I am not going to go into every date that he does. Oh, come on. Let me. I can literally summarize every date, okay? <laughs> every woman that he meets with, or he is supposed to, he is supposed to have sex with, is... G- 
gen- like is like you might just want to go through them one by one because I'm worried about what you're about. To say. <laughs> well, it's like oh look, they're like unattractive or they've got a weird thing. Well, the first one is it's a guy and it's like oh it's, hi, it's, it's like funny. an obese man. Oh hi, it's funny man plays woman. It's like and it's not. They're it's like pulling funny. chicken wings out of their tits and shit and just like eating constantly. It's, like, it's funny because they're fat. And it's like. I was actually impressed that they were able to get a fat joke, a trans joke, and a gay joke into one 35 second span of far, the movie. But as far as I can tell, the character itself is a woman. Yes. Like it's a, it's a, the actor is a man. Yes. Is, bio, is, you know, play is a man, yes. male identifying, but. Playing a woman, the character itself is supposed to be a woman. It's not a... It's, but, uh, but we, as the audience, are supposed go, ha, to go, ha, ha, boy. And it's like, that's not... It will get, fuck That's off. what I mean by that. It's an implied... Yeah. And when I say I was impressed by that, I, I don't you, mean you, I was actually did. thoroughly... I, like, I wasn't like, wow, <laughs> we should try to do that more often. That's not what it's I'm saying. It's just like... That, that's the thing, man. It's like... It's like Every single woman that he gets with, it's like there's something that's like unconventionally attractive about them, but also like fuck off. I do think that that character lived in the house from Billy Madison. Really? Yeah, that would be wild. Those, that staircase looked very familiar. I hate that. I hate that. Wait, which character? The narcoleptic woman? No, or, the, or the the first one. The first woman. Okay. Yeah, it just okay. Like I, I could go into detail, but okay. The first woman, oh, she's fat. Isn't that funny? Not really. But here's the weird thing that we yeah. have to talk that we about. Both, we both agreed on, which sucks. And it starts with this scene, which is that Rob Schneider, real, well, I guess I should say Deuce. Deuce. Deuce realizes that he's not really cut out for this just like have yeah. sex with anybody who pays for it gig. Agreed. And... He doesn't just like back out. He actually tries to help these people in a non-sexual way that I would argue is I, ugh, I I hate that I'm about to say this word, but genuine? It's like he tries weird. to he tries to fulfill their needs yes. in a non-sexual way and often in a way that they don't realize they need. But it sucks, right? Because it's like he would rather do anything else than than have sex with them. Yeah. But it's helping them. <sighs> what if that's what if what they need is sex, dude? Like like whatever, man. Like it's what almost if like they, what if they need a toothpick thrown into a volcano or whatever that okay. woman says. You know what sucks, man? Is when she says hot dog in a hallway, I'm like, motherfucker, I've heard that my whole life. You probably said it a few times too. Is this what that's from? I doubt it. Like it's but, written by Rob Schneider. Do you think he came up with that? No, I don't think Rob Schneider's done an original thing in his life. Um, it's just like, like okay, helping these women in a way that's like, oh wow, it's not the way that was intended is cool, but also like, in a way, feels degrading to sex work. You know what I mean? It does. It, it feels it, it feels degrading to sex the, to sex workers, like, but it also feels. He's he's set up in the beginning of this movie to be a misogynistic piece of shit. Which sucks. It sucks so hard. And in a way, mm-hmm. 
the only reason he's helping these women yes is because he's a misogynistic piece of shit because he's so disgusted by the thought of having sex with them that he feels that he rather, should just help them in other ways would rather get around it by doing something else and what that ends up being is nice but not on purpose it's shitty but nice. then it, but but then sometimes it feels like it is supposed to be on purpose like not to not to pull a Ruben and jump ahead too far. Yeah. But he eventually meets Amy Poehler. Yes. Who has Tourette's syndrome. Fuck this whole thing. I hate it. And this. she doesn't have real life Tourette's syndrome. No, she, she has, has Hollywood Tourette's she syndrome. She has comedic she Tourette's. She has South Park Tourette's syndrome. Yes. So she's just like, oh, shit, fuck. Like, it's horrible. It's, it's not funny. It's so, it's so shitty. So fucking bad. Yeah, and 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 can I just really quick? Yes, this was 1999. I can't be like fuck Amy Poehler, cancel Amy Poehler. This was 1999. We all did stupid fucking dumb shit in the early oh, 2000s, hundred percent, because we thought it was funny. When I saw the South Park Tourette's episode, yeah, I laughed my ass off. Yeah, you can't be and like. And I grew as a human. If she was doing this now, we'd be like, fuck off, get out of here. People grow. That's what happens. Right. Yeah. She's she's I texted you earlier. She's an inch away from Adam Sandler's character in Bulletproof <sighs> in the Disneyland scene in this movie. But so he meets her. Yeah. And this is my point here is it it feels intentional because his character somehow has the capacity to realize this woman shouts obscene things mm -hmm. when she shouldn't. Yes. I can think of a place where that might be appropriate, which is at a baseball game. Yes. Can I say, before I knew they were going to go to a baseball game, I thought he was going to bring her to, like, a dive bar, like a biker bar. <laughs> like, I, like, I thought he was going like to bring her to— Like the one from Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah, like, I thought he was going to bring her to, like, a seedy place. Yeah. So she was going to yell shit, and I thought, oh, okay, I get it, like, whatever. But I kind of— <sighs> The baseball game thing kind of works. It Okay, it's the most it works thing of all of them. Where does he bring – does he bring Tina, who's the tall woman whose face we never see? He gives her a foot massage. Right, but does he – he goes, do you want to go somewhere better? They're just walking around. She's being harassed, like, which yeah. sucks. People are shouting at her, which brings us to – Oh, my God. Okay. Our, the Adam Sandler connection, which is why I – Assumed this film was relevant and and forced Ruben to to, to talk about yes is Adam Sandler yells one word and it is freak yeah that's it. it and if you didn't know that you should be looking for him you wouldn't know it was him and if you're like me and you did know you should be looking for him you still didn't know but it then was if him. you're like me and knew that he's the guy that yells freak all you told me was that he's the guy that yells freak. Yeah. When I heard Frank, I like heard his voice. Right. Which is wild because they use that sound clip. Well, they use the sound clip of a, a man yelling freak twice. One of them for sure is Adam Sandler. The first one for sure is Sandler. I heard the second one and went, that sounds like a different clip. The weird thing about this, it reminds me of the Big Daddy one when you were sure that the ADR <laughs> of the dude in the park was Adam Sandler. Yeah. 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 I'm like, did he record these on the same day? Because this is the same year. Quite possibly. 99, good year. It's <laughs> the year that rocks in my dude. Fuck off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, look, man. Okay. So, it, basically, here's, here's a weird thing about yeah. this, though. The movie starts 
as whatever the fuck it is. Yes. And it, 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 it kind of goes through this weird phase where Rob Schneider is playing kind of the straight man against each of these dates who is supposed to be the comedic element, right? I'm fucking like, rolling my eyes, dude. But it's true. Yeah. Because he's the one who's kind of like reacting to them like, whoa, what the yes. fuck? But then it just fucking pivots into a romantic comedy. Yes. Like on a dime. Can we talk about something that is said very quickly in the last woman? I believe the last woman, with the exception of one, the well, I guess the second to last woman that he is set up with as a gigolo. Yes. Is a, no, these are the specific, it's a college girl who has just graduated college. Yes. And her girlfriends are setting her up. Right. Rob Schneider is very clearly older, much older than college. Correct. It would be generous. You and I are both around 32. Are you 33? I am 33, yes. We are around that age. It would be generous generous to say Rob Schneider is portraying a 33-year-old. It would be. This girl is supposed to be early 20s. Yeah. Why the fuck would you do this to her? <laughs> well. And why is she not immediately disgusted? That's a good question. Because yeah. he's not hot. No, he's an ugly little goblin man. That's true. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. I know you're listening in your little closet that's full of... <laughs> Honestly, the closet that Rob Schneider is listening to this and angrily crying at is filled with stuff that is worth so much more than you and I are worth combined. Well, financially, maybe. Yeah. That's what I mean. Financially. That motherfucker has so much money just because he yelled, you can do it once. Like, that's, like, that's true. Like, that's true. Like, motherfucker, you got offspring money. Well, like, you're fine. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any to sense. To be fair, yeah. I don't think his friends had a... They wanted to play this joke, but it's not like they had, like, a book of of headshots and picked Rob Schneider out of a lineup. Like, they got yeah. what they got. Yeah. So, and, But it is weird that she's not disgusted. Yeah. But... Here's the other thing. She seems to be the most normal person, quote unquote, normal that he's been matched oh, you mean up conventionally with attractive. This, yes, throughout this process. Amy, Amy, Amy Poehler and the narcoleptic woman are not unattractive. True. They just have like, whoa, something's weird with them. Right. But Fuck you. this this person is like vanilla. Right. Which they do set something up that I thought they were that they I, I was like, are they doing a fucking rep? like are they did they foreshadow something? Uh, Deuce does ask TJ, she's not a man, is she? And TJ says, I don't think so. And then something happens later that made me went, oh fuck me, are you fucking? Kidding oh yeah, me? that's true. They did definitely make it seem like she was gonna be a guy, like a, like a guy, a, like, not a guy, but a the trans. Oh yeah. fuck off! Like like yeah. that's why I was like, really, this is a fucking joke we're making. Like, I thought for sure that's where they were going, and I was so upset because I was like, fuck you! Like, and then it's not the joke, which is kind of like. It was wild to be relieved watching this movie. Yes. I was glad that that wasn't the joke. But it is the joke, but it's not the joke. Yes. It is the joke. The joke is that, haha, you thought we were talking about pee-pee, but she has a fake leg. She does. But, and Fuck so, you. When, knowing that now, 
that could be why the character's like, I'm going to give Rob Schneider a chance because I don't. Because I'm different. This is a problem for me dating wise. Fuck off. But yeah, it's gross. It just, it sucks, man. Do you know what's crazy? This is the first film produced by Happy Madison. How did they not fucking bankrupt after this? That's well, because it made a lot of money. I just clicked the director of this film to see what else has he done. Oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> he did do a Shrek. Yeah. He did do he a, did Shrek. a Shrek. He also did a out. No fucking way. He did Trolls. Yes. Fuck you, Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell, not unsuccessful. No, he has a lot of money. The writer, the other writer is not unsuccessful either. I don't want to. Am I about to? Do it. Harris Goldberg. Do it. Fuck you. Do it. Fuck you. I just Googled what else. I I clicked his name and fuck you. You're you're fucking with me. Explain why fuck you. He co-wrote the 1990 film Deuce Bigelow with Rob Schneider and the 2002 film Master of Disguise with Dana Carvey. Yeah, fuck classic, you. A classic fuck film. You. A classic film that I am going to find a way to make you watch for this podcast. There's no way. If we sell 20 shirts, I'll watch, I'll watch that. Are you turtly enough to watch it, though? <laughs> I'll watch it. You know the whole 9-11 story about that? I don't know anything about 9-11, no. <laughs> so 9-11 was a whole thing. Uh no, I'm not. What happened? No, I'm, just I'm not even going to tell the 9/11 the 9/11 story, which by the way is not true. If you Google 9/11 Master of Disguise, that story is not true. There are people who have disproven it. There's a really cool YouTube video about it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm confused and intrigued. So the 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 old wives' tale is that 9/11 happened while they were filming Master of Disguise, specifically the Turtle Club scene. So when Dana Carvey found out about 9/11. He was wearing that costume. That's weird because he does such a good George Bush. It's all well, connected, no, he does man. the first George Bush. He does the first George Bush. Didn't he do both? No, Will Ferrell did the second one. Well, they kind of talk the same. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway. Um, okay, so fucking Deuce Piglow's like, oh my God, he's changing women, but he's not fucking them. Isn't that so crazy? But you should also mention, we skipped over a little bit, his dad. His dad, his dad. His dad's kind of an important part his of the dad, movie. Okay, can we talk about what the fuck? His dad's introduced, and he's just talking to... Okay, this is no bullshit. He just starts talking to a man in a bathroom. Okay? Yes. I unironically went, is this a fucking The Shining joke? Right? <laughs> like, I know. I was, like, I know. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yep. And then he calls him Pops. Which, kind of funny. To just drop that unironic it's 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 accidentally funny yeah it's accidentally funny yeah it's accidentally feel like oh by the way that's his dad i don't know fuck i did kind of go like okay (laughs) you know like and while they're having this serious conversation farting keeps happening because somebody goes to take a poop whatever fuck this fucking movie man and his dad loves poop yeah andrew we mentioned that right andrew I lost my father on July 7th of 2022. I am in more pain in this moment than I am on that day. Oh, no. This movie hurts me. Yeah. Because it's so stupid and so fucking garbage. I want you to know, Schneider. I want you to know you fucking, oh, Taylor paid for my house. Taylor paid for my house. Fuck you. Fuck you. I hate you. (laughs) If you email us, uh, you know what? If if 
fuck me. You know what? I'm wrong. If Schneider emails us, Rob Schneider, if you email us and say, I'd like to defend this movie, that's fine. We'll bring you on the movie. The only or We'll bring you on the podcast. The only thing you can do is defend this movie. You can't talk about your shitty politics or how much you suck at comedy or how much I hate you and how much you're not funny. And we'll talk about those we'll things. We'll talk about those things. Yes. But the only thing that you can do on this podcast is defend this movie. Fuck you. <laughs> I, yeah, sure. This is the most upset I've ever been on this podcast. I'm I, scared, actually. I, I'm worried. I hate this movie. Because, I, I know you do. Because we're an hour and 15 minutes in, maybe halfway through. I tried to kind of skip and be like, he sucks. Okay. So he kind of he's going on more dates. Like you said, it does this weird turn into romantic comedies. Shallow Hal, the film Shallow Hal does not come out for two more years. And somehow Shallow Hal, also a shitty movie, does this somehow better than this film does. Yes, it does. Fuck you, Shallow Hal. Well, yes. <laughs> Fuck you, Rob Schneider. But somehow Jack Black. Good, because Jack good Black person. has fucking charisma. Rob yes. Schneider Rob Schneider rolled a fucking zero on his charisma. That's Rob true. Schneider has no charisma. That's true. That, that is very true. Would this film have been better? No script changes at all, okay? Anyone else in that title role. And not just like anyone else. Not like fucking uh, Dante, Dante, whatever his name is. Peter Dante. Peter Dante, not him. Just like anybody, like any other comedian in this era in that title role, would this film have been better? Probably. <sighs> the script still would have been dog shit. Because Rob Schneider can't act where the fuck all. I, I know that the podcast that we have is trying to determine if Adam Sandler's a good actor, and we can't do that from this movie. No. But what we can determine is that Rob Schneider is not a good actor. I hate that this is the first Rob Schneider film we're going to have to talk about. I do, too. You know why? Why? Because the other ones are better than this one. They fucking better be. Ooh, you think the hot chick and the animal are going to be better than this? I do. I pray to God. I pray I pray that those films are better than this. I think they will be better than this. Rob Schneider, I hate you. I would I would box Rob Schneider for charity. You would win. For I would charity. do it and and I would do it tomorrow. I would do it with no training. Rob Schneider, if you email our podcast at only for Sandler's at pod only for Sandler at podcast at gmail.com. Well, it's not at podcast. It, let, let's clarify that. <laughs> Only for Sandler at gmail.com. Only for Sandler at gmail.com. Rob Schneider, if you email us right now, it says, I will fight you for charity. I'll fight you for charity tomorrow. I have no training at all. I will I will box the shit out of you. And I will kick your ass because I will think of how much I hated this film. I can't wait for this to happen. It's not going. It's, not, it's never going to happen, but I can't wait. But there's a couple things about his yeah. dad you didn't say. His dad loves poop, Andrew. He, he loves poop. He is also married to a woman from Thailand who he refers to as Bangkok Betty. I hate this movie. But here's the thing. Yeah. Do you remember when we saw Rob Schneider live? I know what you're going to say. And he mixed up different Asian cultures in that's his it, jokes? That's what he did in this film. They make a Filipino cake... Because that's what his wife, Bangkok Betty, used to make. But she's from Thailand, Andrew. She is from Thailand. And I'm not saying that someone from Thailand can't make a Filipino cake. I'm saying that Rob Schneider doesn't understand that. Rob Schneider doesn't understand anything because he's stupid. That's true. Also, Alan Covert's in this movie. Alan Covert plays a restaurant manager who talks about the bathroom being so backed up. Which, can I break fucking, can I break the kayfabe for a second? 
I, have you not been? <laughs> you you run a fucking, uh, let's just assume, a two-star Michelin restaurant, okay? Why are people shitting so much, Alan Covert? Why are people shitting so bad in your toilet that you need to go, hey, this is really backed up, there's a lot of poop. What kind of bullshit restaurant are you running, my guy? I'm going to say something. Yeah. Not to sound Can you hear how fucking... I can't. Fucking you seem like you're about to either fall asleep or kill somebody. <laughs> I'm defeated. I have been yeah. to three Michelin star restaurants. Yeah. I've never shot at one of them. <laughs> I'd be afraid to. And here's what I'll say. Yeah. You shit before you go. Yeah. Because if you're going to spend $1,500 on a meal, <laughs> you want to have room for it. I hate you, Rob Schneider. <laughs> I'm dead serious. If Rob Schneider emails us, I'll box him. Like I know I, that I know that you're serious about it. Like I have so much. We have watched some some bad movies. We have yes, both connected to this podcast and otherwise. <laughs> nothing, nothing that we have watched this much. No feature length film has been has made me this upset. Ooh, are you? You're starting to maybe. Clue into your ranking for this movie. Well, we got quite a ways to go in the plot. So, okay, so fuck you. So, okay, so, oh, wow, he makes the women all better. Fuck you. Wow, a man does makes a man makes women better by not having sex with them. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. And then, what do you know? Fucking the cop. We didn't even mention the cop. Yeah, William this is Forsyth. This is subplot of this cop who keeps taking his dick out and showing it to Rob Schneider. And he, he his dick is very thin. That's your joke. It's That's not joke. small, it's thin. Not Isn't small, that funny? it's thin. His penis is thin. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. I did think that that guy was Dolph Lundgren for like 10 minutes. I need you to look up William Forsyth. This man has an extensive film career. And this fucking rob schneider convinced this talented actor well did he convince him i don't know and i wish i wish he didn't he looked the man looks exhausted i'm exhausted oh I, yeah no i know who this guy is who is he he's, Do you in, hear the, the he's f- in the devil's rejects fuck he's you i hate you rob schneider <laughs> Uh, what else is he in? I can't get sued for any of this, right? For saying that I would swing on Rob Schneider? I I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. To be clear, Ruben's the one who said that. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> to also be clear, if this episode gets uploaded and it is 10 minutes long, uh, don't worry about what was edited out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if this episode comes up and it's going, hey, welcome, Shabadoo and welcome back, this movie bad, all right, next week we're watching, like, don't don't worry about what was cut out. So, we're almost to the end. Or so, at least that's where we're going to get. So, guess what? We get a, we get a cool a cool scene at a at a fucking uh, what's that called? A, a courthouse? A courthouse. A courtroom? We get a courtroom scene of like all the women being And they're trying to convict Rob Schneider for being a a prostitute, sex worker, basically. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Sex worker is the correct term. Thank you, Ruben. So they're trying to convict Rob Schneider, but also we've seen, which, okay, I think is kind of clever that he actually has not had sex with any of these women. It's implied that he hasn't, but we don't actually know that. I think we, I think we know. Well, the one sequence with Tina, who is the tall Scandinavian woman. I think we know that he didn't. But it's. It was just a foot massage. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, so like they're paying him for their his company, not it's for a his loophole. sex work. Yes, and they do the thing where they trot out all the women as now. witnesses, which is interesting because we just watched Big Daddy. Where they did something yes. kind of similar. This is such a fucking big. It's I was wild, like, how did these movies come out in the same year and they have the same fucking last ten minutes? He fucking stole his own. The other movie he was in from 1999. Yeah. He fucking stole from it and wedged in a fucking stupid Jurassic Park joke. And I would argue, yeah, that the courtroom scene in Big Daddy's not very good. Okay. And this one is somehow infinitely worse. The courtroom scene in Big Daddy makes no sense, and this is like a toddler wrote it. And the literally, toddler... the judge goes, "Did you have sex with these women?" And he goes, "No." And the judge goes, "Case dismissed." Well, I'm like, well, what about well, evidence? But well, then again, what about Bill Clinton? I am sorry, you are actually misremembering. The judge says, "Did you have any? Did you have sex with any of these women?" And Rob Schneider says, actually, yes, I did have sex with one. Her name was Kate, I think. I don't remember. That's Her name me- could have been Jasper. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yes. And then the judge says, well, did she pay you? And Rob Schneider says, no. And he says, case dismissed. Are you fucking kidding me? If OJ was on trial, the, the, the judge That's said, hey. maybe not the best example. <laughs> and the judge said, hey, did you do it? And he went, nope. And the judge went, well. Fucking my hands are tied. And then, and then he wrote a book called If I Did, and he just described exactly what happened. But it's like, why wasn't she at the trial? Like we said, though, Eddie Griffin is there in, like, whiteface, which is kind of funny because when it first cuts it, like, it kind of, like, shows him. It's actually a really good camera trick where it shows him over the shoulder of Deuce Bigelow yeah. and, like, doesn't really focus on him and then refocuses. And like I said, he does this thing with, like, touching his glasses where his hand is clearly not in makeup. And he does, like, a very obvious, like... It's me. But so why is he there? <laughs> why is know. he there? Just to be supportive, I guess. There's also been this whole subplot with the cop. Who fucking cares? Yeah, like it's, it, it's nonsense. Okay, but it does. I mean, the cop does end up helping. Towards everybody the end. helps for no reason. Yeah, literally no reason. Every single person who Deuce has interacted with. For even a moment. Even the weird fish tank guy. The weird fish tank guy. The uh, the blind roommate. We who, don't. Oh, my who God. Is, who is Miss oh. Lippy? Shut the fuck up. Yeah? That's Miss Lippy. It's Miss Lippy. She needed a paycheck this bad, Miss Lippy. It's no. Miss Lippy. Miss Lippy, no. Thank you very much, Miss Lippy. No. Yeah. That's no, Miss Lippy. She shows up and helps all of the clients. Clients? Is that the right word? Clients help. Okay. Clients show up Seduce to help. Seduce Bigelow has to clean up make the apartment. Antoine's apartment much better. There's a lot of stupid fucking jokes. They're all hiding when Antoine gets he back. He gets back from filming the mummy. From filming the mummy, he's like Brendan Fraser, fucking stand-up guy. Yes. Um, he's like, oh, my apartment bad, or whatever, because he fucking taps the fish tank and then well, it breaks well, or whatever. Should, he well he. Taps the fish tank. And here's the dumb thing about this scene. Yeah. Antoine taps the fish. Well, there's multiple dumb things. You're making a fish face and it's scaring me. No, because I just remembered my fucking, the part I hated. But but listen to this. He taps the fish tank into fishy, fishy, fishy. Like he has been this whole time. And the fish tank breaks. Yes. My thought is Deuce is in the clear. Because he could just blame the tapping for the fish take because earlier he says don't tap the glass yeah 
So he could he could literally say, "Oh my god," and all of his fucking problems would be gone. But then when the tank breaks, he goes, "I broke your fish tank. I fucked up everything. I ruined your life." Blah. I I I took up being a gigolo. Here's something. Also, that they I... blended up the fish. Yeah, that's. But anyway, what did what did you just? Here's something I hated. Is that we have this whole fucking character arc for Deuce, right? Oh, maybe he's not a. Oh, his name is Poop, by the way. He's named because his dad fucking loves poop. Yes. His name is Deuce because poop. Okay? Yes. Do you hear how fucking defeated I am? I do, yeah. You fucking, I've never actually seen you like you this. You fucking... Kind of freaking me out. You hurt me, dude. <laughs> you fucking ruined me. Well, I had to... For KTMA, I had to watch a movie where John Cena plays a surfing penguin, and I was not this defeated. I had to watch Planes, dog. Planes was okay. Fuck Planes. Dude, I was at the D23 when they announced Planes... <laughs> And they brought Dane Cook out onto the was, stage, and he goes, "I know what you're thinking. There's Disney no and Dane or, Cook don't really go together. Oh, fuck you, Dane Cook. It was kind of Disney funny. and Dane Cook go together because that's his age range. He looks for girls that are still into Disney. Well, you know, it was hard to tell how he felt about it because of the extensive Botox. God, have you seen his face? Do you? Has he seen his face? <laughs> so okay. Anyway. Now we're just dunking on Dane Cook. God, I want to do anything but talk about how much I hate this film. So, okay. Dane so, Cook versus Rob Schneider. Who's UFC worse? UFC cage fight. Who Dane was? Cook. Okay. Dane Cook is built. He was. I Rob Schneider never been built. Dane Cook was built, I Fair think. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Rob Schneider, the fish, the expensive fish the MacGuffin fish has been blended up by the blind roommate because isn't it funny blind people don't see fuck you well here's what here's what you need to realize Ruben she didn't know there was a fish in the blender fuck you she thought it was margarita ingredients fuck you Rob Schneider I hate you I hope you I hope you understand you've defeated me (laughs) Rob Schneider's drank at least five fish in his lifetime fuck you Rob Schneider so okay have you ever had a fish? Like, drank a fish? No, why would I drink a fish? Though? I don't know. I, so, I sucked a roly-poly up through a straw once. Twice. Do you That's under- a true... <laughs> do you understand? Twice? Twice. Fucking whatever, man. I'll tell you later. Yeah. So, okay. So, Rob Schneider, Deuce Bigelow, after all this character growth, goes back to the pet store to get one of the very rare expensive fish. Right. And he pays for it. And she goes, where'd you get all this money? And he goes, uh, from some friends. And then she says something stupid or whatever. And then he like goes, oh, actually, I need some sea snails. So he could see her tits again. Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> I can't see the computer, but I'm pretty sure you clipped. Do you, did you notice how far away I moved my microphone? Yeah, dude. You were like Day breathing in the Chocolate Rain video. That's a throwback. All, all of the character growth Gone. Out, out the fucking window. Yeah. Fuck you. I have to tell you, none of that was real. What do you mean? None of the character growth was real. It's a movie starring Rob Schneider. Right, but like... Deuce is not a real man, and he didn't actually learn any lessons. Neither did Rob Schneider because we watched him do comedy 20 years later and it was just his dog shit. It was worse. It's this movie. It was worse. So no character growth has happened because he still wants to see a stranger girl's boobies who if this was an Adam Sandler film, that girl would have been the love interest. That's true. Because it would have had any sort of fucking hero's journey bullshit. This was dog shit, dog shit, dog shit. 
Dog shit. Dog shit. So, okay. Well, so he goes back to the place and he's like, oh, fucking, oh, I got the fish. And then the fish tank breaks. And then Antoine picks up and they do a kind of a they fight like scene. They do a fight. There's a Matrix He does reference. do the Matrix. Whoa. Which again, so, visually looks fine. So funny. So funny, Matrix. So funny. And then he shoots an arrow. Now, hold on. Hold, yeah. Everyone that Deuce has helped, helped is in hard quotes, is hiding in the apartment. What's the get out plan here? Well, technically, only one of them is hiding in the apartment. Everyone else just kind of appears with plot armor on. Well, well, the blind roommate and Eddie Griffin are in a closet together. Fucking. Fucking. Because they come out later and he... yeah, you just don't even say. I, you know what I would do she's is able I just to, wouldn't she's even. She's able to see again because they fucked so good, and she says, "You're black." I could tell. Fuck you, fuck you, Rob Schneider. Fuck you, you dumb piece of shit. I hate you. You win, Rob Schneider. If you and I got in the ring together, I would just say, God "Fuck it, it, you win." I just have to, for the <laughs> listeners, I have to just note that Ruben hasn't opened his eyes in about five minutes. He's I... just. He's entered some kind of state that I have not seen. My, like I like I said, man, my dad died in July, and I am more defeated at this moment. I, The fact that this movie even reminds you of that at all is upsetting to me. Like, like man, like, Rob Schneider, fuck you, dude. Like, like I, I will. I'll tell you right now. I'll, I'll break the kayfabe. I'll, oh, I'm not actually defeated. I am defeated. But I'll put on a face. If Rob Schneider wants to come on and literally talk to to just us, no bullshit, no haha, about why he thinks this movie is good, and have a genuine, legitimate debate, legitimate debate, and and like can, Franklin Douglas, and like, like 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 we're going structured, like structured debate, like here's why I think it's good, here's why I think it's bad, you get a rebuttal, rebuttal and all rebuttal of the, yep. end. I and still have it? the worksheet from fifth grade. I printed it out. I kept it. But, like, I'll do it. But here's the thing. You cannot bring up the monetary money, this the, the, the monetary, like, game this movie made. Like, you cannot say it's good because it made money. That's not true. Yeah. Like, if you have to say it's good based on the character, the structure, you have to argue that shit in 20... Fuck you, man. We'll, we'll put it out. I'll fucking record myself arguing with Rob Schneider about how dog shit this film is. I, I would I would love to hear that. He won't. He won't. And not because we're fucking nothing. Because we are nothing. We are two idiots in my office. That's true. He's also... He, I mean, even the fact that you use the word office just now is... <laughs> to be fair, my girlfriend who works at home from home sometimes does use this as an office. This is technically an office. But you said my office. Well, our office. I, it's her office mostly. And I also get to do my dumb podcast bullshit in here. That's true. If okay. he wants to come in it's here. It's kind of my office as well, if, you, if we're going to use the, Fair those enough. words. But if he wants to, to debate me on why this is good without using any monetary gain as a value, I'm here. And we're too and, – and I'm not saying – I'm not saying, oh, if he doesn't do it, he's a coward. No, it's fine. Here's what's going to happen. Yes. Someday, yes. Adam Sandler will die. <laughs> and when that happens, Rob Schneider will run out of things to do. Do you know why? And we'll still be young guys. Because he's not David Spade. 
Fair enough. Because when Farley passed, David Spade still was able to do good things. Because Spade is talented. Rob Schneider doesn't have an ounce of fucking talent in him. I'll box you, Schneider. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is turning into like a weird Jake Paul situation. <laughs> Uh, I, and we're so close to the end. I hate you, Rob Schneider. I, we, well, this is the first Rob Schneider movie. Can I? But do you, you re- hear how much disdain and defeat is in my body? Do you? Can you tell me the runtime of the episode so far? Ten minutes. <laughs> no, the full one. The full. The one thirty-four. Do you remember one thirty-three ago <laughs> when I said this wouldn't just be a dunk fest? I hate you, Rob Schneider. I hate you. I hate you so Let's much. Let's just talk. We're almost there. You're a dumb piece of shit. There, uh, there's a fight yeah. between Antoine and Deuce. The large black woman, who is the first date, yes, returns. And, and, and I can't. And I, I, I specify large black woman because all three of those adjectives are used in a racially insensitive way and for this punch plot punch lines and, and, and any time that this character shows up, isn't it funny that she's large because she's eating something? Isn't that so funny? Fuck you. Rob Schneider, if we get in the ring, my two gloves are going to say trans and rights. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll beat the shit out of you know. with trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know... <laughs> I'm trying to keep you on track, and I can't. You understand how genuinely upset I am? Like I do, I do. Bro, I have five years of another podcast where I have watched some absolute dog shit and have not been this upset. I know, but we... But I'm all, so mad. But we're almost done. I hate you, Rob Schneider. Just say how it ends, and then you can you can be free. It ends with Antoine getting arrested and marrying the large Scandinavian woman who... Anyway, that doesn't matter. So, so okay, here's the thing. The best joke comes at the end of the film. The best joke is the last thing in this fucking movie. The best joke in this whole fucking movie is one sentence. It's one fucking well, sentence. You're talking, well, before you, you have to set up that sentence. There's a where are they now? There's a where are they now? And it, it does that typical thing where it's like freeze frame. Deuce Antoine and what's her this, name got married. Antoine got married to Tina in prison, whatever. And this is the narcoleptic woman died, by the way. She did. She went to the Eiffel Tower the and Eiffel died. Tower and fell asleep. At the How top. is that funny? It's not like a character who we have nothing but sympathy, sympathy for fucking died. Yeah. Why is that funny? But. Uh, but what? The probably the biggest laugh out loud moment is in this. Where are they now? And it's that sentence that you were talking about. It's the final one. It's the final sentence. Which, it's the second to last one. What's the last one? The last one is is Deuce and what's her face? Fuck you, Deuce. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. Trans rights. Ba ba ba. Second to last <laughs> one though is good. Second to last one is Norm Macdonald only worked on this film for one day, which made me believe that the bartender was just Norm playing himself. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Norm is uncredited in this movie. I love that. Which is so funny that he gets that. I love it. Yes. I absolutely love the Norm piece. I say I love it. I mean, I hate this movie. Can I ask you a question? Yes. I want you to think about this. I will think about it. How do you feel about Rob Schneider? (laughs) Love him. (laughs) 
Number one, number one fan. Number one fan. I'm not shitting you that if Rob Schneier emails us, it just, it just says it's on and wants to box me. It doesn't have to be fucking televised. It doesn't have to go anywhere. But if that motherfucker wants to front money for charity, I will box him and I will pay money to have trans rights fucking ta- taped, etched, whatever on my gloves. Because fuck you, dude. Like, this sucks. <laughs> this was shitty for 1999, dog. And ugh, I, have to, I have to Google something. Because I don't think you understand how unironically upset I am. Like, Ruben, I think we all get it. <laughs> I think people at home are frightened. <laughs> there are people turning this off in their car because they're afraid. In 1999, I watched the first rated R movie of my life. Which was? Mystery Alaska. Okay. Have you watched it? Not yet. That's hockey? actually next after the Joan of Arc story. It's a hockey movie. You might like it. It is. Yeah, it's, it's not literally awful. on. It's it's the second next one on my other podcast. I will tell you right now, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 37. Okay. It doesn't matter. People don't understand hockey. They don't like it. Exactly. Now, I'm going to quickly Google Deuce Bigelow. What's rotten the Rotten Tomatoes on? On Deuce Bigelow. Uh, it did pull up when I googled Deuce Douche Bigelow. Baggio. It did pull up uh, Deuce Bigelow franchise. Don't like that. I hate. I hate that there's two of these. If the second one is my movie, we're gonna have a problem. Do we have to watch the second one? Yes, because Adam Sandler's actually in it oh, as a named character. Fuck me, dude. Deuce Bigelow has a twenty-two. That's fucking generous. It is. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. Trans rights. Fuck you. I hate you. Do you want to get into our rankings? You can start. I would love to get into the rankings, can but I have a question for you. Yeah. This is our 15th film. Yeah. Are we going to just continue to read all of them forever, or should I just say where this one slots in? I think that until we get to 20, we read all of them forever. Okay. Because because I genuinely believe that not all of them will be like dead last or dead dead first. You know Fair what enough. I mean? Like I think that like there will be a lot of films. Look, man, I think that we there's one other maybe two other films I think have hit real low low lows, okay? Okay. I think that everything else will kind of be scattered in between until we get to around the late 2010s. Fair. Until we get to uncut gems, I think everything will just kind of be scattered in between. It's it's possible that number one won't change until Uncut Gems, and that still that's might interesting not that it. you think that because I, okay, we'll talk about that in thirty years when we get to Uncut Gems. That's true. Yes, but it, yeah, you, would you like me to begin? Can can I say we normally start from the bottom? I'm going to start from the top for the sake of that for, was my plan all along <laughs> for the sake of yeah okay. I'll, can I just say, I'll fight him in pink gloves. <laughs> I don't care what color they are. Rainbow gloves. I feel like rainbow gloves are expensive. You should put pictures of him on the gloves. <laughs> pictures of him on the gloves. So that it feels like he's rights. beating himself. Yeah. I, I, I would love to start my ranking now. <laughs> unless you you have... can see the rage in my eyes. I can, yes. Like, I'm upset. I know. You made me watch this. We had to do the fucking peeper. Which was nothing. Are you more upset about the peeper or this? I'm more upset 
that the peeper happened because this had to be a Ruben episode. I could have sat there and go, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, fuck you. <laughs> but I had to be the one who guided it. Well, that's true. Fuck you. I did that on purpose. Give me and your, it, give and me it was your, worth it. Give me a ranking starting with number one. Number one, Wedding Singer. No surprise. Shocker. Two, Billy Madison. Three, wow, it wasn't Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> no, it certainly was not. Three is Happy Gilmore. Wow, it wasn't Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> Please don't do that every time. <laughs> Four is Big Daddy. Don't, wow, it was don't Big Daddy? Do, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't need variations either. Five was Airheads. Okay. Six, Coneheads. Okay. Which I... I realize now it was a mistake. Seven shakes the clown. Eight mixed nuts. Nine dirty work. Ten water boy. Okay. Eleven bulletproof. Okay. Twelve dog police. Okay. Thirteen going overboard. Okay. Fourteen. Deuce Bigelow male gigolo. Okay. And fifteen the peeper. And and okay. let me just say. Okay. I laughed twice during okay. Deuce Bigelow. Okay. And I laughed zero times during the peeper. And that is the sole reason yeah. for that. Now, I will also say the peeper is six minutes and Deuce Bigelow is over an hour and a half. So okay. ratio-wise, maybe not all that different. But there, there was at least a couple of somewhat vaguely redeeming moments okay. that, I, that, that caused it to go above the peeper. Now, I will start with number one as Please well. do. Number one, Deuce Bigelow. Could yeah. you fucking imagine? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we almost had to start from the beginning. Oh, God. Number one, The Wedding Singer. Yes, obviously. Number two, Big Daddy. Number three, Happy Gilmore. Number four, Airheads. Number five, Billy Madison. Can I say right now? The show could end right now. That, to me... <laughs> Right now, if you had to ask me my top five Adam Sandler, it's those five. You don't think they're going to change? I don't know if they will. I genuinely don't know because there are actually a few movies that are coming up that I have not seen. I think you'll have some stuff slot in somewhere. Uncut Gems I have seen. And, okay, Uncut Gems, we, we, Uncut Gems is very good, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I've never seen Punch Drunk Club. I haven't either. And that's I think it's, I think that's gonna be a wedding singer. Where I think it that's gonna be. I think it's gonna pop pop pop. Okay, number six is Dirty Work. Yes, Norm, 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 Norm. I know you're listening. Please, please. the <laughs> the movie the arguably the only movie that has Adam Sandler more than this one. After number six is number seven, Mix Nuts. Number eight, Shakes the Clown. Number nine, Dog Police. Ten is Coneheads. 11 is Waterboy, 12 is Bulletproof, 13 is Going Overboard, 14 is Deuce Bigelow, and 15 is The Peeper. All right, so we have the same bottom we two. We have the same bottom two. I thought you were going to put this as your last one for sure. I would. I would fight. I would fight Rob Schneider. I would. You want a UFC. You want a box. You want a chess. I've never played chess in my life, Rob Schneider. I bet I'm better at it than you. Fair. I cannot credit the guy who made the Flash 1999 animation of the Peeper because he's just a guy who made a Flash animation. For $40,000. You think he made $40,000? That was the budget. I don't believe that. I think that, I think that's bullshit. I think that's a lie. It's a fact. I don't think it's a fact. I think that's a that's a mis 
misstrewn fact. Okay. Well, you think what you want. I think that that is not a correct amount. I mean, that really doesn't matter. Because that guy was just making an animation of something he liked. Something that already existed, by yes. the way. Yes. Rob Schneider was doing a film where he goes, well, if I have sex, and it's funny because I look like this, but I get to have sex. Trans <laughs> <laughs> rights, motherfucker. A uh, papa. What? <laughs> Fuck what? you. He had the fucking mentality that, that Adam Sandler had when he made Blended or this fucking later Sandler shit where it's like, what if the movie's funny, but I also get to go on vacation with my friends? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. I'm so unironically mad right I, I can tell that you're upset. And so what I think we should do... Yes. What's next? Is wrap it up. Yeah. The, next time... We, we, should talk- wrap, we should talk about all our all our where you can find us, all our plugs, and then we'll say what's next. Okay, fine. Whatever you want. I'd- You're the fucking boss. <laughs> I'm so mad. You dude. are scaring me. You he the only reason yeah. why I'm letting him change the direction of the episode is that the right. Do is we do it, he's, the- he's wrapping ropes around his hands right now like a Muay Thai fighter. I have taped my microphone to my chest and I'm shadow boxing. It's frightening. I punched myself in the face so many times that I'm bleeding and I wrote, come for me Schneider on the wall. It feels like Tony Jaw is here. <laughs> I would. Could you imagine if this did lead to me fucking boxing rush? <laughs> that would be my favorite thing that's ever happened. That motherfucker is so hungry for money. He would do it if I offered him $10. That's how you do a fucking callback, Rob Schneider, you dumb piece of shit. You know what you should give him? What? Six Canadian quarters. <laughs> I'll fucking put him in my glove. That's probably worth about $10. They have weird money over there. Yeah, wait a minute. We didn't even talk about how six Canadian quarters is not real American money. No, they're loonies and toonies. That's what they call them. They're tiny toons. They got beavers on them and shit. The Queen of England, I think? I wouldn't call her the, the beaver. No, hold on. Hold on. That's not what I meant. <laughs> She's dead. Ripperonis. But <laughs> do what the pl- fuck is our uh, our email address? Our email address is sandlerversepod yeah. at gmail.com. Very good. Can I say, this is something that we have not talked about. We've talked about to talk about this. But I did get an email <laughs> from on our Sandlerverse that apparently someone did use our email to uh, apply for a Christian Mingle account. That that is true. And I don't know if that was a hack or a troll. Both of both of which pretty funny. Kind of fun. I did have to go into Christian Mingle and delete the account. That's true. Which but is Buckwild. The name was Hevelin. So Hevelin. Like, Hevelin. It's like some shallow owl shit. Yeah, so I don't think it was real. So here's what we're gonna do. I do if, think if that was a listener, yes. I would like to see a farmer's only email <laughs> in the account before we release the next episode. That's it. Just just a farmer's only. If that was you, Schneider, come for me. Email me. I don't I'll, like that phrase. E- email me. I'll fucking I'll I'll box you in my front yard. Well, should he email you at the email you provided or the other email, which is only for Sandler at gmail.com. Very good. Or could he DM you on the Instagram Sandlerverse pod into the Sandlerverse and fuck me pretty close. Look, man, I got two fucking podcasts that are confusing. Yeah, it's so much to keep track of. (laughs) Fuck off. Just, Just two whole things. This I hope. Can I say? I hope this is someone's favorite episode. 
You know whose favorite episode it'll be. Fucking Rob Schneider's. I was going to say L. King. Oh. <laughs> Rob Schneider when I... Ba-ba, trans rights. <laughs> um, anyway. I'm so mad. I, I'm so unironically upset. This is... Can I... Can I... Can I... Can I lore about my own... My other podcast for a sec? Oh, I was going to say... You should listen to your other podcast. Well, my other podcast... My other podcast, Kid Tested Mother Approved, which is a more wholesome podcast where my mother and I talk about films. I wouldn't say it's more wholesome. I would say it's more wholesome because I don't say the F word. I would say it's less vulgar, but it's... I would say it's a lot less vulgar. There's some weird shit going on there. I would imagine that if you turned into that podcast and then were like, oh, he does more, I'd love to hear it. And this podcast starts with me saying, fuck Rob Schneider, you'd go, oh no, my little brain hurts. Can we do an episode where I do a podcast with your mom and you do one with Jared? Maybe. Please don't swear at my mom or be weird to my mom. <laughs> my mom is a very nice and wholesome woman. Well, <laughs> please don't get drunk with my mother. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So, okay, look. Kid Test and Mother Proof is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. It's much more wholesome. It's much less vulgar. Um, it's very much like the night and day. Like, I think, I think like... Like, Kid Test and Mother Proved is my Bruce Wayne, and this is my Batman. That's that's fair. That's a <laughs> like, good comparison. Like, like this is my, like, fuck you. And that's like, hey, I'm a cool guy. That's I'm, true. I'm a cool guy. I don't use the cuss word. <laughs> that's true. I, I also have another podcast. Yeah, what's your other called podcast? called 1999, The Year That Rock Cinema. That is, like, my Harvard, and this podcast is, like, my University of the Phoenix. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> the 1999 podcast <laughs> is also a weekly podcast, but we haven't released one in about a year, and uh, we will be talking about this movie again on that podcast. So in case this two-hour episode wasn't enough for you, you can get some more over there eventually. I'm going to tweet at Rob Schneider right now. Good. You should. I'm going to tweet at him, and I'm going to say, fuck you. Rob Schneider, I hated Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, and don't forget to plug the two for 20 at Applebee's because you are Applebee's. <laughs> no, that account did unironically get banned. No, I'm Twitter. aware of that. Yes. Um, I'm. Should I just say I hated Deuce Bigelow or should I add anything to it? Uh, You should ask him to come on the podcast. Please. You should say, fuck you. Please come on our podcast. Please. No, I don't. I don't. Should I just add fight me? <laughs> I don't want to get banned again. That, I mean, that could be construed as a as a threat. <laughs> I think a just lot looking of out for you legally. <laughs> I hated Deuce Bigelow. It's all been conceptual you up to this point. Are a fart. Send tweet. <laughs> all right, very good. Well, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. What's next week, Andrew? Next week we are talking about Little Nicky. Oh, thank God. It's an actual Sandler film. An actual Sandler film. And then... then, So you get to do an actual Sandler film, and I bet after that I get to do an actual Sandler film. So I'm doing that. Yeah, you're doing Little Nicky, so can't wait. Together we have a bonus episode. A what? A bonus episode. Of what? The Little Nicky Game Boy Color Game. To our knowledge, the only adam sandler based video game yes i bought it on ebay for way too much money what's way too much 37 dollars that's not way too much i think it is 
I think for I think it's like a rarity. You know what I mean? It's not like a game you would just go into fucking Blockbuster in 1999 and rent. Like yeah, I mean not to spoil it, but I did start it and it's incredibly hard. It's so difficult. <laughs> it is extremely <laughs> fucking challenging. It's a difficult ass platformer. So I'm not gonna lie to you. I will probably watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And then watch a YouTube video of somebody playing the video game. You know what I just realized? There might be one other Adam Sandler movie that has a game, and it's it's not what you think. Is it Zohan? No. I just Googled it, and it looks like it is not a game. But it's the one that I would think maybe would have had a game. Like a, a licensed PS2 or PS3 maybe kind of like platformer. Go on. Bedtime stories. Oh. That would have been that, a, yeah. Doesn't that seem like it would have had Pixels like Pixels could also have been a good game. No, I feel like Pixels was probably too expensive to make a game mm. because of how much references it has to actual real games. Well, that's true. But anyway, Little Nicky's next. I forgot about Pixels. Little What's Nick- after Little Nicky? Little Nicky is my movie. Yes. And then we have a bonus episode about the Little Nicky video game. Which is both of us. We're just going to talk about the Little Nicky game. That's right. And so the next movie after that is your movie. Okay. And I bet it's another classic Sandler film. It's The Animal. I'm going. Starring Rob Schneider. (laughs) Why do you hate me? Here's what I'll do. Yeah. I will technically give you the Little Nicky video game episode. I don't want it. I want and the animal. And I will take the animal. No, I want the animal. Okay. <laughs> I want the animal. You heard it here first. I want the animal, and I want you to unleash this animal, Rob Schneider. All right. <laughs> here we go. So, basically what we're saying is there's going to be an episode on Little Nicky, which you'll love. Yeah. There will be a bonus episode on the video game, which you'll love. Then yes. there will be an episode that you'll skip. <laughs> And then we'll we'll get because it'll just be me begging be Rob Schneider to fight, fight threats, and then we will get back into actual Adam Sandler. Movies. What's after that? It, mm, it depends. There's a TV show after that which we're not doing. Undeclared. No, the assistant. I don't know what that is. And we're not doing that. Undeclared. We're not doing that. Okay, so undeclared then, is hard to find. So like then, unironically, so no if bullshit. we're skipping undeclared, then we're skipping my, undeclared. Then my next movie would be Punch Drunk Love. You motherfucker. But then you get Mr. Deeds. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm serious. I hate you. And then I get Eight Crazy Nights. And then I get another Rob Schneider film, then you No, then you get A Day with Meatball. Are we really going to try and find A Day with Meatball? We are. Well, let me tell you this. Yeah. We can either find A Day with Meatball. Okay. Or skip it, and you can do the hot chick. I hate you. If we do A Day with Meatball, then I do the hot chick. Why if I I think I've been dead. I think I died. This, this could is, be this, this could, could be, be my hell. Like a hell, like a like a purgatory for you. I think that I died the second that you were like, we should do a podcast. And I I just I had a heart attack. I actually and, think this was your idea. And then, well I had the idea I went, wouldn't it be cool if I had an Adam Sandler podcast called The Sandman is the Sandlivers? And then I died. And this is my hell. Where I I'm gonna have to talk about Deuce Bigelow. The animal and the hot chick. No, I'm talking about the hot chick because you're talking about a day with meatball. If we, so you're telling me that if we cannot find a day with meatball, I'm talking about the hot chick. No, I'll still do it. No, fuck you. No, I'm okay. com- I'm committing to our to our boop 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 our order. I think that you secretly want to do it. 
<laughs> I hate myself. I think we should also stop the episode. It's been going on for a very long time. All right. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Bye.